Good evening. I hope all of you are doing well. We are learning Maseches Yevamostav Kavches. Um, and this, uh, this Mishnah, this Gemara that we're learning is an analysis of our Mishnah that we started with at the beginning of the parak. The Mishnah that, we're start, that we started with at the beginning of the parak is the case of the Arba Achim, four brothers, two of whom had married sisters, and then the brothers who married sisters died, and the two sisters fell to the remaining two brothers. We'll be discussing uh, an analysis of that case. We're starting about a, a third of the way down on Kavches Samad Aleph at the two dots, where it says Tznan. Now, I know that yesterday we had said that our Mishnah was unaccepted by Rav Yochanan. The Gemara is continuing as though that never happened, because uh, according to Rav and according to most other Amoraim, the Mishnah does, does make sense. Um, and we'll highlight uh, one distinction between Rav and Rav Yochanan shortly. So the Gemara says as, as follows, Tanan, we had said in our Mishnah, that in regards to the case where the two wives who were, the two wives who were sisters fell to the second set of two brothers, to, to Levi and Yehuda, we had said that that had, let's say, uh, Leah been a mother-in-law to Levi. So then in that case, then he whose mother-in-law was one of the Yavamos, so he's not allowed to marry her, of course, because that's Erba, but he could marry the other woman who is his mother-in-law's sister. That's fine. <clears throat> but the second, uh, the second wife is Asr Bishtehen. The second brother is Asr Bishtehen. The second brother is not allowed to marry either of these women. And the Rishonim explained the reason why that's true is because of the din of Achos Zikukaso. Because when these women fell into Yibum, they were all together Achos Zikukaso. And even if it were to be, that when Levi, who was the son-in-law, marries the other woman, which is not his mother-in-law, obviously. So then still, even though the Zika bond has been broken, we don't care. The second person is not allowed. This man is not allowed to marry either of these women because of the din of Achos Zekukaso. <clears throat> Says the Gemara, I might have thought, that maybe the mother-in-law, we had said that this is Leah in this case, that maybe the mother-in-law became a Yavama first. Says the Gemara, if that's true, that she became a Yavama first, then why then would we say that the second brother, the remaining brother, the fourth brother, I guess, is probably more accurate, that we said Levi and Yehuda, why is it that Yehuda would not be allowed to marry either of the women? The son-in-law should marry the woman who is not his mother-in-law, and his mother-in-law should be available to the last brother, to Yehuda, like a Yavama who was initially permissible, and then she became forbidden, and then she became permissible again. She should be mutter. So says the Gemara, you're right, that had it been that the mother-in-law died, for, uh, that the mother-in-law fell by Yubum first, you're 100% right that that would have been the case. But that's not what our Mishnah is dealing with. What our Mishnah is dealing with is we're dealing with a case where the non-mother-in-law uh, became a Yavama first, and therefore the son-in-law is allowed to marry the woman who isn't the mother-in-law. But the other, the fourth brother, who was, the, who was uh, one of the remaining brothers to whom the, these two women fell, he cannot marry any of them. And again, that's Rapapa's case where the first person who fell the Yibum was the non-mother-in-law of the two sisters, which would be uh, Rachel in this case. So says the Gemara, Rebbe Lazar, Omer, Beishamay, Omrim, what was this talking about? That if a person had taka done Yibum in a case when he shouldn't have, there was a machlokas in the Tanaim, if Yotzio, if they had to be um, removed from the marriage. So Tanya, the Brisa writes, two-thirds of the way down, Rebbe Lazar, Omer, Beishamay, Omrim, Yekaimu, Beishel, Omrim, Yotzio, Beishamay says they can stay, Beishel says they have to leave the marriage, Rebbe Shimon, Omer, Yekaimu, seemingly repeating the sheet of Beishamay, and Abishal, Omer, Kalhoi, Lehem, Beishel, Beishel was the lenient one, but Dabar Zesha, Beishamay, Omer, Yotzio, Beishel, 
Shaul Yekaimu, and uh, the Gemara is basically telling a story about Abba Shaul that he said in the base Medrash that this Machlok has based Shama Beis What's difficult to understand is Rib Shimon Keman. If what you're saying is that the sheet of Rib Shimon is like the sheet of Beishamai Hanu Rebbe Lazar, that was the same sheet that the Baisa opened with at these two dots, where it said Rebbe Lazar Omer Beishamai Omer Yukaimu. So what then would did Rib Shimon add? And Ikebe Silel, and if he's saying like Beishilel, which the language doesn't seem that way, Hainu Abishol, then he's quoting Abishol. So what's the point of Rib Shimon stating his own opinion? So it says the Gemara very cleanly, Achikamar, what, what, what Rebbe Lazar is saying is Lo Nechleku Beishamai Uveishel Badabarzeh. There, there's the machlokes here. So there's three shitas. There's Beishamai, there's Beishilel, and there's, you guys got it all wrong. There was no machlokes Beishamai, Beishilel. So that's why Rebbe, Luz, why Rebbe Shimon's shita is uh, brought here in a seemingly extraneous way. It's really not extraneous, just to indicate to us that in fact there was no machlokes. <clears throat> We're at the two dots, Kavchas and Aleph, eight lines or so from the bottom of the page. So we had learned our case of Hayusa Achas Mehen, that if one of the two Yevamos was a mother-in-law, we had learned, or any other of the Arias, but mother-in-law is the cleanest of them, that if one of the two Yevamos was a mother-in-law to one of the uh, one of the brothers who are now the Yevamim, so then we had said that uh, the brother, uh, the, that the... The, the son-in-law cannot marry his mother-in-law, obviously, but can marry the other woman, and the other person gets no yibum. So says the Gemara, we, we've already learned this case. We've already learned that a son-in-law can marry the other yivama that isn't his mother-in-law. Says the Gemara, that the sister who is not going to be your erva, she's your yivimta, you can do chalitza or yibum. So why did we need our Mishnah, and why did we need this b'risa? It says the Gemara as follows. We did need this. There, when we only have one case of erva, where only one of the wives is erva, there we don't have a gzera about the second person. We're not concerned about misunderstanding the din of Aho I might have thought the halacha would have been different when there are two ervas. Therefore, we needed both sources. If we only had our case, because we have two people, and the two people would then indicate that we have a din of Aho uh, of, uh, of So that's why one one of the brothers doesn't marry. <clears throat> That's why he's not allowed to marry either of the two women. Aval Hasam over there, Deleka Sheni, where there's only one case of erva, Emalo, Tricha, we therefore needed both cases. That brings us to the bottom line of Kavches Menalef and says the Gemara, Isser Mitzvah, our Mishnah had spoken about a case of Isser Mitzvah. We learned about Isser Mitzvah already. Says the Gemara, Hanami Tanina. We learned this many blot ago on Daf Chav. <clears throat> what did we say? Isser Mitzvah, but Isser Kedusha, Choleses, Velomisya Bemes. We already had this din. So why do we have the din over there on Dafchaf? And why do we have our din in our Mishnah where it says all, the same exact line? So it says the Gemara, Hasam over there, top of Kavchesim and Beis, second line, over there on Dafkav, Isser Mitzvah Lechuda. There we were talking about only one problem with this woman and that it was a case of Isser Mitzvah. But Hacha, we're talking about two women. Hacha, it's Isser Mitzvah ve'achosa. We're talking about the woman who's in Isser Mitzvah, and we're also talking about her sister. <clears throat> and Sal Kadaita Chamin, I might have thought as follows. Maybe we would have said, Leikum Isser Mitzvah ve'makom Isser Erva ve'tisyabe. Maybe we would say that the woman who has an Isser Mitzvah would be allowed to do Yibum, Kamash Malan, that she's not allowed to do Yibum. So says the Gemara, why would a woman who has a status of Isser Mitzvah be allowed to do Yibum? Says the Gemara ve'tisyabe. 
How can that be? If it's true that there are two sisters, one of the wives is Deoraisa, and and the sister has a din of Zekuka, so then how can you marry this particular woman at all? She's Yisr Mitzvah, it shouldn't be allowed. So says the Gemara, because itself, the status of the Yisr Mitzvah of that woman is only a din de Rabbana. Because of the Mitzvah of Yibum, they, they changed the rules, and they said that in this case, because Yibum is Deoraisa, and so therefore, we might have thought that it would have been a reasonable time to do Yibum, that you are not allowed to do Yibum. Next, what is this case referring to? So this is referring to another case in the Mishnah where not only was one of the Yavamos a mother-in-law to one of the brothers, both of the Yavamos were mothers-in-law to each of the Yavamos. So let's say that you have Levi and Yehuda, and you have uh, Leah and Rachel. And Leah is Levi's mother-in-law, and Rachel is Yehuda's mother-in-law. So the halacha is that they are allowed to marry those who is not their mother-in-law. That is what the Mishnah said. So says the Gemara, I don't understand. Why did we need that at all? Hasu Lamali, fifth line of Kav and Beit. Why do I need this case? Hainu it's the same case. Mali Chad, Mali Tre. Mali Lichad, Mali Latre. Who cares if one of the one of the Yavamos is a mother-in-law? And who cares if both of the Yavamos are the mother-in-law? The din should be the same, that you're allowed that you're allowed to marry only one of those women, and that is the woman who is not your mother-in-law. Says the Gemara Tzricha. These cases are not exactly the same. Then it's Muchach, where then we're not concerned about making a mistake about understanding the halachos of Achozekukaso, because there's two people who have the mothers in law, and therefore all is well. But in our case, that we presented in our Mishnah, the first case of our Mishnah, where only one of the mothers in law, where only one of them was, where only one of the Yavamos was a mother in law, so then, I might have thought the halacha was different. And what about the reverse? If we only had the case that we had presented where only one of the mothers-in-law, one of the Yavamos was a mother-in-law, then then maybe we would have said the halacha would have been different because they're playing off of one another. These two cases are not identical, and therefore we needed both cases to prove each of the cases. And then the end of our Mishnah said, this was the case of that's what the Mishnah had said. Says the Gemara, the language of Zohi is very specific. Zohi mai. What can we learn from the language of Zohi? What is meant to be excluded? So says the Gemara, very strangely, what we're talking about is a case where each person has an Isser Mitzvah. Says the Gemara, we already learned about that in our Mishnah, the case of Isser Mitzvah. Why are we learning about it again? Hasu Lamali, Hainu Hach, same exact, Mali Lechad, Mali Latre. Who cares if one woman is an Isser Mitzvah? And who cares if two women are Isurei Mitzvah? It doesn't make a difference. Allah should be the same. So says the Gemara, 10 lines down, Mahu Detema, I might have said as follows. Ki Loam Rinan Uki Isser Mitzvah, Bemakom Isser Erva. When do we say that Isser Mitzvah is not going to be placed up against the, the, the Isser Erva? That's Hecha, the Ika Lemegzar Mishum Sheni. That's where there's what to be concerned about for another person. Aval, I might have thought that Hecha, the Lekal Lemegzar Mishum Sheni, where there is no concern about a second person. Ema Lahayu Kimna Isser Mitzvah, Bemakom Erva. Ulahayu Kimna Isser Mitzvah, Bemakom Erva. Ulayabmo. We might have thought that maybe you could actually do Yibum here because maybe the only restriction on doing Yibum in a place of Isser Mitzvah is only when we had a, a secondary halachic concern. But when we don't have that concern, maybe you can do Yibum, Kamash Malan. That is therefore the reason why we needed both cases <clears throat> of Isser Mitzvah, one where only one woman was Isser Mitzvah and one where both women were Yisurei Mitzvah. And Omar of Yehuda Marav, in regards to our Mishnah, and we've learned all of this Gemara before. From here to the Mishnah, we've learned already. 
Um, one of the cases was the, the well-known case of the six brothers that we learned on Davches. But uh, we're going to do the Gemaras here outside. I didn't do all the drawings again. They're probably somewhere hanging around this room, but you'll hopefully remember some of it. So it says the Gemara, what did Rav Yehuda Marav say and what did uh, Rav Chia say? Bechulan, with all of the ervas of our Mishnah on Daf Beis, with all of the 15 ervas that we were dealing with, in all 15 cases, I can come up with a case where it's Asur that when it comes to two sisters who fell to two brothers, there is a scenario where one of the women can be married. And that is what our Mishnah had said, and this Bryce quoting as well, that that's a case where one of the sisters can have either Yibum or Chalitza. Now, Rav, Rav Yehuda disagrees a little bit. Rav Yehuda metargem mechamosa ve'elich. It doesn't apply to the first few cases in the Mishnah, that this guideline that you can either marry one or you can either do yibum to one or, or you can either be asura to one and mutter to the other. That's only true mechamosa ve'elich from the mother-in-law and onwards and the list of the 15 arayos in our Mishnah and Daf Beis. Aval shisa bave deresha. But the first six cases, lo. My taima, what is the reason why that's the case? Because Kevan de Bito, because the case of the father and his daughter, where his daughter fell to him, the only way that it's possible that he could marry the sister of his daughter is if there was a rape, if there was a violation. That's that can't be found in a normal case scenario with a normal marriage. But it's not possible to create this scenario in a way where um, in a way where it was a regular marriage. And our Mishnah on Daf Beis is Binisu and Kamairi and Be'ons and Lo Kamairi. Our Mishnah is only talking about regular marriages and it's not talking about women who are violated. That's why, why are you saying that? Why are you saying that we have to exclude our case, uh, our cases, the first six cases of this Mishnah from the rule of Asura Lazem Uteras Bazet? It should be Mutter. Uh, even in the cases of the first six cases of the Mishnah Daf Beis, because Kevan de Ashkuche Mishkachasla, since we are able to create a case where we see that a father can marry his daughter's sister, which can only happen through a violation, so then Iboy Beonsin Tehave, Iboy Benesun Tehave, our Mishnah can be a sister. No, that's what I was saying is that the mother of that woman was raped and had a, a daughter who's a sister to his daughter through a proper marriage. So because there was a rape involved, so therefore it's not his daughter. He didn't, he's not the one who impregnated her, the mother. So that's what the Gemara is talking about over there. So the Gemara says, you can read our Mishnah speaking about a case of rape, about a case of violation. Why, who says our Mishnah is not talking about a strange case scenario? Well, I think we've come across a few strange case scenarios so far. The mother-in-law is involved in Yibum. So there's a, a lot of reasons to assume that um, there's a lot of reasons to assume that our Mishnah could be this unique case of onsen, so no reason not to exclude it. Aval, but Rabbi Yehuda, but Abaye does draw the line. Aval, but in, in the case of there we would not have the din of Asura Bazem Muteras Bazem. Why? Because because in our Mishnah, the case of is only found according to some of the Tanaim and not other. Kamari, our Mishnah on Daf Beis is not dealing with Machlokas. The Rav from Atar game, he takes it even further. Af Eishas Achiv Shelohaya Be'olamo. We even could have a case scenario of Eishas Achiv Shelohaya Be'olamo. We could have a case scenario where 
even that case has a case of asura la asura bazeh muteres bazeh. Umishkachasla, what is the case scenario? Beshisa ache ve'alibah derb shemim. This is a, a quote from the Gemara we saw in Davches, where six brothers. Um, so you Ruvain Shimon Levi Huvdi Sachar Zvulim. We're going to go through all the names in a moment. And Ve'alibah derb shemim v'simanech. How is it that we could remember the case? Here was the chronology of the case. Meis nolad ve'yibem. Meis nolad ve'yibem. So this is a reference to all six brothers in a very, very short, concise reference where one dies and then the, uh, another brother is born and then Yibum takes place for the man who died. So says the Gemara, what's the case? Ruvain v'shemen nesuen shtei achayos. Ruvain and Shimon, the two older brothers, they marry sisters. Levi v'yehuda nesuen shtei nochrios. Levi and Yehuda, they marry two women who are not related to each other and are not related to the first two wives of Ruvain and Shimon. This is the code. It's So when Ruvain dies, Yisachar is then born, and Levi, who's already married to one random woman, then marries Ruvain's wife. And then the second uh, part of the story is that Shimon dies. His wife, who is a sister to Ruvain's wife, she falls to Yehuda. And then Levi and Yehuda, who now have four wives, uh, between the two of them, they have their own wives, each of them one, and then each of them have married a Yavama. And then Mesu Levi Yehuda And then brothers three and four die. So now we've had one and two, they died, their their wives fell to brothers three and four. And then three and four died, Mesu Levi Yehuda and then And then these four women, two sisters and two random women, they fall and we can see a kiyum of what we had said in our Mishnah, that we're able, in fact, to have a case where they can each marry one, but not both, or they can each marry two, but not four. So ask the Gemara just one little detail. Why did we have to say that Yehuda actually did Yibum? That's some labdafka that he needed to do yibum. Below yibum, Yehuda, nami mishkachasla. We would also have a case of asur lazem uteres lazeh, even without both sets of brothers going through this process. We only needed one set of brothers. So why does the case have to detail all of them? Mishum tzara, because we had to learn a halacha about the tzara, about the other wife of Yehuda. Says the Gemara, that's great, hatenach tzara, but that doesn't help us for everything because we know that our Mishnah and Dafbeis had to do with tzara de tzara as well. But we're only talking about Tzara in this case. How can you teach me about Tzara the Tzara, Ma'ikel Amimar, says the Gemara, because there really weren't six brothers. It ended up being the two more kids were born. A family of eight boys, says the Gemara, Kigon Dahadar Minhu Nami God V'asher. And then brothers eight and brothers seven and eight were born. And then we have a case of Tzara the Tzara. We'll stop here at this Mishnah at the bottom of Kav Chesim And then tomorrow night we'll learn one blot. Wednesday morning, we're learning Dafyomi after, after the early Shachris. Thursday night, we're back in person. Shabbos, we're going to learn Dafyomi after the 2.30 Mincha because of all the Shabbos of Gadol Drashas. And I think that's it for tonight. Wishing you all a beautiful night.